Blog Talk Radio. If we could have a moment to recognize the life of John Hubert, wrestler, more so than that, he is better known as a father, husband, an inspiration, a brother. In this crazy sport we call professional wrestling Tonight, folks Before we start any rambling or ranting We are going to honor John Hubert With a ten bell salute And um, Still a shock Please stand by. Tonight, we remember a man that was not just a professional wrestler, but a guy who literally, um, quite literally, folks, was a silent inspiration to a lot of people, not just Bray Wyatt, because the Wyatt family um, story angle that was written He's known as Luke Harper in WWE. He was known as Brody Lee in the independent circuit. He was known as John Hubert, father. And he was known as a man that inspired a young, you know, a lot of young wrestlers on the indie scene to continue their craft. And, um, You know, there's a lot of things that certain people will not understand about John's death, and that is, I'm going to speak first and foremost about personal observation of how people reacted um, to the death of John Hubert. And what I noticed on social media, I'm not going to hold back. If you know somebody from the wrestling world that dies you have a picture with him and you and I get it you know you want to remember the memory of of John and you want to carry on you know 
in a manner that's respectful and not disrespectful. But look, I'm going to speak on something that pissed me the fuck off. And I know that Off the Rails Uncensored hasn't started yet. But when people die and you have a picture with them, it depends on the person. If you barely fuck knew them and it's a picture from Access or it's a picture from a fan event or a con, that's all fine and dandy. But out of respect, this is not about you. This is about the person who made it such an impact on professional wrestling. Look, he may not be The Rock. He may not have been a CM Punk or a Mick Foley or a Bruno Sammartino. But boy, you know what? This guy, John Hubert, definitely made impact in the world of professional wrestling, not just based on size or strength or speed or agility or the ability to strike fear in his opponent's heart, man, no. And by, I mean, moving people, inspiring them. I read one of the guests that I had had on my show, Jake Logan, what he said about John Hubert and this kind of uh, it made me smile he said you know I haven't seen much of your work but I would like you know to see what you can do later on that's you know some some small minuscule thing that was said that inspired Jake and other workers who came across John Keep fucking going. So, yes, I'm, you know, if you have any questions, folks, it's Russell underscore radio. It's at Brian, at underscore Brian Rails on Twitter and Russell Radio Network forward slash Facebook.com for any questions regarding tonight's issue, better known as, well, you guessed it. I mean, my, I guess, you know, then title's kind of vague and empty, but it's like remembering somebody. So, yeah, guess what? <laughs> I'm in control. If you have any questions, again, man, it's Russell underscore radio. And I um, see, remembering Brody Lee Johnson. There we go. So, anyways, as I was saying, not only Jake Logan, but other workers that have come across John Hubert or Brody Lee, whatever, you know, whatever he decided to go by, whether it be in front of the fans or in front of his peers, even AJ Styles and John Moxley had, you know, just nothing but positive things to say about this man. Uh, Justin Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, everyone from him to Jericho to the Miz to both parties, you know, for once, Agreed upon one thing. This guy had a beautiful vision of what you know professional wrestling could be, and how he strived to work hard, even though he may not have been the main event. The dude was more than just, like I said, he was more than just a worker. And back on the tangent that I was, you know, starting a little tirade on, if you got a picture with somebody and you're making it about you, fuck you. 
This is bigger than a memory that you share on Facebook. This is bigger than a fucking memory that you have on Instagram. A man has died. Can we please honor and respect that? Instead of doing the shameful thing and inserting yourself and the whole goddamn thing on another thing. If you tag three to four to five people, they're well aware of his fucking death. They do not need reminders from a post that I post, you know, I posted and it's just like, look, I get it. You know, you want to make, you want to make sure that people know about this guy's death and if it's a shock to you, if it's not a shock to you, so fucking be it. I, I just want to point out when someone dies, it's very disrespectful to center the focus on yourself instead of the person's memory. So for with that being said, I'm not going to spend the entire night trying to convey this message, but I am going to tell you when a wrestler dies, he becomes more than just the worker. He's remembered as a father or a lover or someone who gave some kind of emotional influence to a group of people outside of professional wrestling. And John Hubert, I did have the pleasure of meeting and taking pictures with him on the independent scene a very, very long time ago. I mean, I thought this dude, to me, when I first met him, he was, to me, looking at him, if I look at Bruiser Brody and I look at this dude, he looks eerily similar to Brody in the type of frame that he had. And, yes, John did have a condition that impacted his lungs and the way they behave. So it's just like, okay, there's a lot of articles circulating around how his death came about, when it came about. It's like, look, I don't want to speculate. I don't want to over-speculate, but it's like – I looked up the cause of death because that's just me, and I'm I'm pretty sure that this is not CSI, or I'm pretty sure I'm definitely not, you know, whatever. It's a long issue. Uh, it says, Mr. Huber, who was known as Ring as Brody Lee, the carpet died from a lung issue unrelated to COVID-19, his wife said. So he died on Saturday, and he was only 41 years old. Imagine that someone dies at that age that's way too young folks 41 years old that's only 8 years older than myself and a few of the other 30 plus year olds that are in the same age bracket that's too fucking young to die and granted you know yes he left WWE that's Aside from the point, my friend, but if we're going to look at reality, life is way too short to be bitching about, you know, oh, I didn't get a fair share when I was with Company X, but when I tried Companies Y and Z, it worked out better for me. This guy is more than just the, oh, you know, we're going to in the ring and I'll give you a few shots. You give me a few shots. He's a fucking genius. 
especially for a guy his size and the amount of work that he put in, it's almost as if, like, time stands still and shocks the fuck out of you. I'm still trying to grasp how the fuck this dude died. Uh, you know, and they said he had a lung issue, so they won't go into depth about his condition yet. There are a few articles stating that AEW had prior knowledge of his condition. Look, you don't know. We don't know. We're not medical professionals. And God, some of us don't claim to be because there are those that try to. And boy, do you guys suck the big one. So... This guy wrestled in Rochester. He wrestled in a variety of independents before he hit it big, you know, in 2012. And he was a perfect fit in the Wyatt family. He was a perfect fit in Dark Order. He was a perfect fit for his wife. And he's just an all-around good dude. Like I said, I don't don't really appreciate the ones who sat there and either tagged three, four, five people on, on my fucking post or, sh- you know, sharing's, sharing is caring. I don't give a fuck if you share about someone's death because they should be remembered. But please, and it's just not just for wrestling. When someone dies and you have a picture, my understanding of it's family, when it's somebody famous, it seems like people make it about themselves rather than the person. And I know that's not your intent, but for the life of me, I, I've told my best friend this, you know, in Michigan. I told her, I said, if I catch you doing that shit, I will automatically in my brain think that that's just disrespectful. I'm not going to not talk to you, but if, if Shawn Michaels was to die, for example, or if Bret Hart was to pass away, or if any worker was to pass away and you decide you want to post a picture of you with them as a memory type thing and that's how you deal with death, fine. But I am going to say it. I'm not going to hold back. It's it's like you're making it about yourself versus you know, focusing on the person that died. I mean, is it that hard to fucking give up attention just for one day? why I kind of dislike social media sometimes, sometimes, not always, sometimes. The guy was, from what I've heard from fellow peers in the business, the guy was extremely kind. He was very observant. He listened. He watched. He made sure to point out what he liked and what he didn't like. So he's, was he just a regular Joe Schmo? No. He's one of them quiet observers, dude, from what it looks like. And whenever you lose a guy like him who may not seem valuable to some, but he is valuable in other ways to the wrestling community, it's just fucking hard to grasp. You know what I mean, still, at 41 years old, this guy dies because of a lung complication. And then there's so many... Mixed articles, not mixed articles, yeah, mixed articles in the sense that uh, 
oh, well, you know, AEW knew of his condition and didn't do shit and this, that, the other on LGBTQ uh, wrestling fans. And then there's other articles stating that he really never said anything about his condition, which I don't know what that condition was. All it says is that he had a lung issue. So I'm going to read to you an article where it says, it says Huber died of a non-COVID-related lung issue. His wife Amanda wrote on Instagram. Professional wrestler John Huber died Saturday at the age of 41. Leagues he worked with his family announced. Huber, known to fans as both Brody Lee and Luke Harper, died of a non-COVID-related lung issue and had been getting treatment at the Mayo Clinic, his wife Amanda wrote on Instagram. My best friend died today, she wrote. No words can express the love I feel or how broken I am right now. The word, okay, so it says my best friend died today, and this is uh, Amanda Schuber. Um, Well, this is mainly on Instagram. This is what his wife had to say in a statement. It reads, my best friend died today. I never wanted to write out those words. My heart is broken. The world saw him as the amazing Brody Lee, or formerly known as Luke Harper. But he was my best friend, my husband, and the greatest father you would ever meet. No words can express love how I feel or how broken I am right now. He passed surrounded by loved ones after a hard-fought battle with a non-COVID-related lung issue at the Mayo Clinic. Is literally the best team of doctors and nurses in the world who surround me with constant love. On top of that, I can't express my love and admiration for the way that AEW has treated not only my husband, but myself and my kids. The rest of the team at AEW has helped me, helped me standing, or yeah, helped keep me standing and pick up all the broken pieces. I've been surrounded by so much love and incredible people, I can't tag them all. They know who they are, and I don't think they will ever know how thankful I am for them. That was his wife. Amanda's statement in WWE wrote, Huber found success in every every stop of his sports entertainment career. And his soft-spoken yet imposing presence helped him create countless awe-inspiring moments in the ring. WWE extends its condolences to Hubert's family, friends, and fans. All Elite Wrestling also expressed its condolences to Hubert's family, saying, In an industry filled with good people, John Huber was exceptionally respected and beloved in every way. Condolences and memorials from around the wrestling world began pouring on social media. So, this is Florida Man, Big E, and says, I hope you all get to know someone like John. He was the biggest family man and someone who made me laugh daily. I'll miss him every day for the rest of my life. I love you, Brody. I thank you so much for loving me. The Iron Sheik, Brody Lee, I'm so sorry, Bubba God. Bless you forever. You are best big man. Sami Zayn, in utter disbelief hearing of the passing of Brody Lee, I'm unable to process this. I can't believe it. Dustin Rhodes wrote, It was a true honor every time we locked horns. 
You were a damn great man, husband, father, this things. You will be sorely missed, John. I will always remember our times together. And it says, Huber survived by two sons, Brody and Nolan. He had one of the man that Huber, who is also a wrestler professionally known as Cindy Sin. It's times like those that, you know, when people... Remember the memories and the positive things about these people, not negative. And that's the main thing when anyone dies, not just a professional wrestler. But if you're remembered as somebody who was classy and and didn't really say much or expect much from anybody, it's just like, okay, let me just point this out. I feel like. When someone dies, period, especially this this death, it's going to touch a bunch of people. And it's going, the death of somebody is going to have negative or positive impact. So how you are here and how you are around people, it does matter. It does matter because if you're remembered as the jackass, Boy, man, that's going to suck when you die because you're not going to be around to see people's reactions. But when people talk about you, they tend to gravitate either towards the good or the bad. And when those people listed off the nice things that John had done and what he had accomplished and who he was survived by and how he was a family man, it was just... I was just like, man, even though we here at Wrestle Radio Network do, did not know John personally, um, a brief meeting with him on the independent circuit from a long time ago, it really sticks in my brain. It sticks, it sticks out in a good way. Shook my hands. You know, it was very, he was intimidating. This guy had meat hooks for hands and he, I've got to do some digging to find the autograph. Like I said, I tend to gravitate towards it's disrespectful, <clears throat> in my opinion. If you got a picture of yourself and and the celebrity that's passed on, you barely fuck know the person, and you're going to post a picture of them. No, that's that's. I get it. It's a positive uh, recollection. Of somebody that may or may not have impact on you, but in retrospect, man, out of respect for the individual that has passed on, please don't take this the wrong way. But this isn't about you. This is not a cry for fucking attention. A man has just died, and his memory ain't going to be forgotten because look at all the positive impact he had. A more than one superstar. Outside of professional wrestling, you can be the biggest name in the business, but if you're the biggest asshole in the world, you're going to be remembered in some kind of way, all right? But this dude, he gave people smiles. He made them laugh. He was able to create a bond on both ends in AEW and WWE. Not just bonds. This is a fucking brotherhood. This is more than just a fraternity. 
This is a family. Whether we know each other or not in professional wrestling, there's a code that we all live by. Not etched in stone, but if you were a loving, caring individual, kind human being with a heart, word on your fucking sleeve, then I got to point out something to you all. It makes a great deal. It means a great deal. Sorry, I can't speak, but... For the life of me, I can never understand why certain people would just sit there and and say that, oh, you know, there are certain people that their deaths will never be forgotten, like the Von Erics or Owen Hart or, God, you know, um, there's just so much. There's just so much, that so many that have passed on and left a direct impact in the world of not just wrestling but their families their friends their loved ones the ones that actually gave a damn about them outside the ring because you know this is a lonely world when, when shows go back to normal you guys may or may not understand or grasp the concept of what it is to be in the professional wrestling business this guy I mean God, man, he's got two sons and that's what pulls at my heartstrings is because he left behind a wife and she said I lost my best friend this is um, something that hits home because when you talk to someone and you travel on the road with them and you make memories with them good or bad in the ring and you go, oh man that was a horrible match I'm really sorry or Oh, man, you know, hey, you want to go out to uh, Denny's later on? Or, hey, you want to go to Steak and Shake? Or, hey, do you want to try this restaurant? You know, it's Mark Repellent, you know, or something like that. I don't know how he talks, but I can recall, like I said, meeting him briefly in the independent circuit. Um, I saw his uh, Gargano match. That's why, I mean... To tell you all that Though I don't know somebody I, Like I said I refuse to post pictures of myself With somebody when they had passed on I will post a picture of them To honor them To focus on them It doesn't surprise me That this guy had positive impact on others You know why? He strikes me as the dude That if we were to meet You know each other And Talk with one another briefly Because he doesn't seem like he talks much That's fine There are guys that don't have to say very much To get their point across He told stories in the ring And I'm pretty sure he told some funny ones Outside the ring I don't know John personally I don't know His uh, His wife or his kids Personally but I do know that when somebody leaves behind a positive impact and just brings about smiles and can obviously tell, man, if people didn't like him, they wouldn't say anything about him or recall any good things about him. But there are some people that just scream, oh, man, this guy is full of positive vibes and he gives off good energy, and I really want to work this dude. That's what John Huber 
as an individual, by not knowing him, that's how I feel about him. I don't know him, but I'm pretty sure he was a decent dude. And I'm pretty sure that he can make people laugh even when they're feeling down. I I would like to focus on the positives and not the, well, he sure as hell stiff this dude in the ring, or, God, you know, he was such an asshole to this guy. I'm sure he had his moments. I'm not sure how he was outside the ring, but from what I'm reading, from other wrestlers who had worked with him and worked him in matches, that means a great deal, and especially leaving a positive impact on the wrestling community, on the fans who knew him. Like I said, by the way, I am going to uh, fair warn you about this next section of the show. The following content may not or is not suitable for minors under the age of 18. If you go and repeat this content to other people, boy, you are one dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Off the Rails Uncensored is a trademark podcast that was coined on March 27, 2016. Any reproduction or likeness of Off the Rails Uncensored is punishable by law, and you will be fined $45 for every use of the phrase Off the Rails Uncensored. All right, monkeys in the truck. Time to hit. My music. Take it. myself in a fucking circle I will just be honored to just point things out of what not to do when someone dies in the professional wrestling world for those of you who hop on social media and remember someone's death by posting someone's picture in memoriam thereof rest in heaven gone too soon that's understandable But if you chose to cope in different methods, that's your business. When you choose to post pictures of you and the guy who died, I lose respect for you. Here's why. Unless you were at the performance center, unless you were a part of John Huber's life, you know, on the personal aspect side of things like family, friend, fan picture, okay, that depends. If you were at an event, he was still kicking, then that's understandable. But another trait that fucking annoys the fuck out of me, when you know someone has died, allow that somebody to grasp what's going on versus you tagging them under my post. You can you know tag them for random shit like, oh, it's, you know, Taco Tuesday or, you know, blah, 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 and you post something under one of my funny memes. But, boy, when it comes to social media posting, this is why I said I I really half and half hate why people do this. 
when someone dies or when someone says something funny nowadays on social media, you can tag yourself and I don't give a fuck. But when it's someone's death, please fucking understand. It is rude to make sure that someone has been informed that so-and-so has died. And really, really, do five people need to know about the extent of someone's death? Like, John Huber's death on Saturday, and I said, man, a lot of <clears throat> at 41 years old, when he passed on, it was just as impactful as any other death in the professional wrestling world. Because why? It hits you. Regardless of whether you know the person or not, it's unacceptable behavior to be like, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to make this memory and say that I, you know, he was always a nice guy, even though you fucking barely know him. I'm not going to mention names, but you know who you are. And you know how disrespectful it is to make a, one person's death your like, love, haha, or um, care emoji. Why am I still up in arms about it? Because if that's how someone chooses to remember someone, eh, no, I can't get behind that. It's not about me. It's about the person who died. Well, if a family member dies and some ass munch decides to take a selfie with them, and then a few days later talks about how they were such a great person and had a positive impact on their life, I guess it's just about the memory to you then, right? You'd be fucking pissed. Like, let's say your mom or your father passed, and some Joe Blow, who barely fuck knew them, like an insurance agent or a person who worked on their house, decides to take a selfie with them, and then a few days later, your mom or your dad drops dead. And they go on social media and say, these, you know, these, these group of people were really extremely friendly, blah, 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 and they've always been friendly, like... It starts getting into the personal pissing me off type thing. Like, it's not about me. I get it. It's just about the observation of how people act when someone dies. John Huber, he died of a lung complication. And apparently, I didn't read this in the article yesterday, on Saturday, but he went to a Mayo Clinic to help with the issue. So not like he died of COVID or... He died in a car accident. No, folks, he died of complications with his lung. If you have any questions, you can message me through Wrestle underscore radio on Instagram. You can, well, you can even message me through Wrestle Radio Network forward slash Facebook dot com. As far as, you know, SmackDown Live goes and getting high ratings, uh, Big E winning the Intercontinental Championship against Sami Zayn in a Lumberjack match, um, there are just several good things going on for SmackDown Live, but that's not what I'm here to discuss, my friend. I'm here to discuss the death of not only a worker, but a father and someone who was beloved by a lot of people. And like I said, I didn't know John personally, but from what I've been reading and what I've been hearing about this dude, it seems like he was an all-around good person, all-around good individual who got noticed not based on how many accolades that he had 
accrued or acquired. Not nice about how many championships that he had won. This guy got the attention of so many of his peers in a positive light. That's rare in professional wrestling because a lot of guys say, oh, that guy, he's a snake. Oh, you know, he's only in it for himself. Fuck him. It's very common in the world of professional wrestling to be negative about certain guys and gals, you know? Because in this sport we call professional wrestling, it's just like, okay, well, how do you explain someone dying? Especially at a rate in which people are dying because of this disease called COVID-19, but also when someone dies in the pro wrestling business, it's not... It's either... One big fucking shock, like, oh, geez, what the fuck? You know, did he overdose? You know, that's the first thought for non-wrestling fans. For wrestling fans, it's like, did he die in a car accident? You know, did he die in his sleep? Was he he doing drugs? No. Dude died because of a lung complication. I repeat myself in circles. Sometimes, sometimes. If it's you know for what it's worth, I'm gonna like I said, I'm not gonna relent. I'm not gonna hold back. After all, this is my fucking show, and I'll say whatever the fuck I want. So, with that being said, if you're the asshole or assholes that sit there and take a picture. Somebody you barely fuck know Just to get attention and likes And hearts and emojis And oh I care you know about your well-being You need to seriously reevaluate Your fucking selves Because it is not cool Not cool at all And some may say what are you fucking talking about I was just remembering the memory I was like no you're remembering your memory Of the person Through which you do not know anything about or begin to fathom what you just did. It's like taking a piss on somebody else's family's grave but then putting an old picture or photoshopping a picture, if you will, of someone, of you and that somebody and saying, oh, She was a great person, and she will always be remembered as one of my favorite people to ever be around. And the funny thing is, as I just said, that's like pissing on someone's grave and then finding ways to Photoshop yourself and insert yourself as part of the background so that way you don't look so bad in front of your peers. Death is something that unexpected. It's always gonna fucking be lurking its ugly head. Uh, you know, gonna be lurking around with its ugly self, and it's either your time or it's not. And apparently, it was John Huber's time to go. Sad part is, still be those assholes that I just described. Especially when you, like I said, when you have a selfie with said wrestler and it becomes not about the wrestler it becomes about your moment not the wrestlers it becomes 
more or less an attention draw than it did, you know, to help the person's memory live on. You want to know what the secret is to helping someone's memory live on? Talk about how what a positive impact they have on your life. Don't post that shit on social media. Please, you know, understand. If you invite somebody into your world and you let them know, hey, I love professional wrestling and one of your favorite wrestlers pass away, I'm still going to stand by what I say. I do, I like, let's say, Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart. I have pictures with both of them. I'm not going to post their fucking pictures with me in the background, like if Lita and Trish were to pass on, or if Billy Gunn, or let's say Booker T. If I was to post pictures of myself, Sting, or Booker T, or Billy Gunn, or Lita, or Trish, or Bret Hart, or Shawn Michaels, if they all had passed away, or just one of them passed away, and I posted my picture as a selfie, and I said they were, really, you know, I remember meeting this person, and they were super nice. Fuck me. I would not do that bullshit. I would not tarnish the fucking memory of John Huber. If I had a picture with him, I still wouldn't fucking do that shit. Some of you don't get it. They're like, well, I just remember trying to remember something positive. Oh, yeah, you remembered something positive, all right? I'm going to get this many likes. Watch. I know that's not your intention, but that's what it looks like to someone else who's also a wrestling fan and also a former worker, by the way. It's an insult to the memory of what we stand for as workers. Oh, yeah, someone's death is your personal gain to post on social media. That is complete and utter bullshit. It is disrespectful, not just to one person. It's disrespectful to the entire wrestling community, professional wrestling community, I should say. When you die and someone you barely fuck know takes a selfie, are you going to know? No, because when you die, there's different theories of what goes on as far as you passing on and where your soul goes and this, that, together. There's a lot of fucking books and a lot of fucking open discussions about what happens, so I'm just going to leave it at that. When when we die as people, we want to be remembered as the people that were decent, positive, you know, good influences on others, lift people's spirits when they needed to be lifted. It's just a matter of can people continue to be assholes by disrespecting the memory of not only John Huber, but if you make it about yourself in this life, man, we in this life that we all live and we cherish the moments that we have here on earth instead of us, you know, always on social media and always trying to get the attention and approval of others, which is which is true. I'm guilty of that, you know, as far as posting pictures of food and different places that I've traveled and how many WrestleManias that I've been to and this, that, the other. But if someone dies, you know what that means? They die. And they're good. They're, in my opinion, from what I've observed, they either end up in a better place or they 
where they their soul decides to go through. So death in the professional wrestling community, that's one thing. When you're a celebrity, I guess you get immortalized to the fucking fucking point where people are literally trying to make it about themselves in some regards. And some people, like the super fans, I... I'm not opposed to having people give gifts at my funeral because I won't fucking be there. I'm already dead. But if you don't fucking catch my drift here, I'll explain it again. It'd be like if John Gruden was to pass away and I had a, a selfie with him or a picture with him. I'm not going to post that shit on social media for the simple fact that's disrespectful, it's dishonorable. It's not very smart to make things about yourself is basically essentially what I'm getting at. I feel strongly about it, and here's why. If somebody you cared passed away, if somebody that you absolutely could not picture your life without goes and gets themselves killed... By a car accident, or they get shot at, or whatever the case may be, however they went. I don't think it right for somebody who barely fuck knows somebody to take a picture and then proceed to post it on social media only because they want the attention. That's just, you know, what you call attention whores. Can't live without being in the limelight. Can't live without making it known that they briefly knew the person. That's the other shit that irks me. If you briefly knew somebody, and you okay, I'll use this as an example. If you go out on a date and then start claiming that that's a relationship, that's fucked up. That's like jumping the gun all the way to marriage and saying... I met this lovely person and we had amazing sex the night before. And then you go on social media and say, in a relationship, the same fucking thing. Please do not take pictures of you and the fucking worker and then proceed to say, rest in peace. And fucking X yourself out of that, man. It's not your death. It's their death. It's John Huber's death. That's what I'm pissed. Because I saw so many people on my friends list that I had to unfollow because I would have sounded off social media, but I thought it'd be more professional of me if I didn't do so. So, folks, when someone dies and it's a celebrity and you have a picture of them, unless you knew them on a personal level where you were working out matches with him or working out at the gym with him or spending time with him and his wife and his kids, then please understand why I'm not happy with you. It's because there's a sacred bond that all of us workers have with one another, whether we were in WWE or on the independent scene. There's a level of respect that has been built between all the workers that have, you know, wrestled before us and made people 
laugh, have entertained them, have made them cry. You guys just, some of you don't get it. You're just in it to being a fan, and that's fine. If you're in this business to be a fan of yourself and the actions that you have obviously displayed, there's no place for you. I'm sorry, but I tend to be the one that's not overly critical unless there's been a bad show, there's something that really caught my attention in a good way, and also there's something that caught my attention in a bad way. And that is social media behavior from fans, man. We're supposed to support our fellow professional wrestling peers, right? By cheering them, booing them, expressing how we feel, obviously through podcasts now and various social media outlets. But when it comes to someone dying, there's a different fucking procedure in this whole fucking Ragnarok known as professional wrestling Some of you may understand, some of you may not. So let me break it down for you, those who don't understand. We're already all marks, okay? It makes you look like a bigger piece of shit to literally sit there and say, I remembered meeting this person one fucking time. I remember he or she was a nice person. That's one thing if they're fucking still alive and you share a memory like that on Facebook. But this person, John Hubert, is dead. Out of respect, you know what I did on social media and my social media? All I did was post quotes from John Moxley, post a picture that Jake Logan had already posted on his social media from John Hubert because I felt it important to post you know, in loving memory of John Huber because the man had passed on. Did did you see a picture of me and him? Fuck no, you didn't. So for those who had photos taken with him, it's one thing. I get it. You were excited and you really thought that you were doing the world a favor. No, you caught the ire of Brian Rails. And boy, you know, it's really funny how some of you will sit there and listen and say, well, I don't know what this dude's fucking talking about. I'm just trying to remember him as best I can. What you're doing is you're doing a disservice to yourself and the whole entire wrestling community, sir. Also, for the person who tagged three, four, five fucking people underneath my comment section when I had just posted about John's death, Allow people to be informed by themselves, whether you tag them or not. They're going to fucking find out. They're going to react to my post however they want to react. I don't dictate people's reactions via social media because that would get fucking annoying. But what I am going to tell you is why I'm reacting the way I am right now is because it's not only disrespectful, but it's it's really – it shows you how – Social media has turned all of us into either people who have been offended or people who make every single death or historical event about, well, it has to include me, 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 me. They can't ever be 
simple enough for some folks now who have access to social media and in a way in which it's like I'm so used to people pulling out their phones now and just statusing on Facebook, and that's fine. I don't care about the statusing. Um, as, as long as the status doesn't really tick me off, I don't give two fucks, and I don't even react if it does tick me off. So to answer that question, Darren, I don't dictate what others do on social media. I'm just telling you what annoys me. I don't say underneath the comment section, hey, quit being a selfish asshole. Although that's what I'm thinking in the back of my mind when I'm seeing literally post after post after post saying, I want to thank John Huber for taking notice of my work. That's one thing. But to say that you know somebody after you just went through an access picture with them, come the fuck on. Not proper behavior. To not only feature yourself on a picture, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, I find that amusing to me, how people soon forget that if you're a worker and you die, you don't die alone, you've you've been remembered, some of them have been immortalized by what Vince McMahon or someone did for them earlier in their career, well, John Huber happened to be someone who had a lot of positive impact because not only was he a man that was brilliant, but he was a man that could easily adapt. So in his memory, it'd be fitting people remembered him in a different kind of fashion instead of you know or immortalizing him would be something like this can't really say much about the guy but I will say you know from what I've read you were a good family man you made others laugh Essentially, I've repeated myself in a fucking circle, but he left behind a wife. He left behind two kids. But they still love him and still do love him. Again, I'm going to repeat myself. For those who have selfies with Mr. Huber, I would love to do what Rowdy Ruddy Piper did to Mr. Downey. You know why? Because some of you might need a fire extinguisher to the face to begin with because some of you don't bathe. And some of you do not hold fucking manners. And that includes, again, if you use someone's death as leverage for your own social media attention gain, fuck off, go fuck yourselves, and do not. I repeat. Do not ask why you get ostracized by a lot of the wrestling community. You don't know someone that's assuming that you do know someone and you're trying to make it about yourselves. 
if you have a picture of him solo is one thing. If you have a picture with him and you barely fuck knew him, gonna have issues with you. Me, personally speaking. I hate repeating myself in a circle, but sometimes it just takes a a little oomph to get me going. And it's been a minute since I have been upset about something in the you know when it concerns professional wrestling. We're all family. So please treat each other like family. Family that you love, not family that you hate, family that you love. So in other words, have respect and consideration. Don't fucking ruin it. By doing stupid shit of um, just being complete assholes on social media. So with that being said, if you didn't like what good old Brian Reynolds had to say, then I got three. Church choice, not church. Medea, hello. I got. If you didn't like what good old Brian Reynolds had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. Oh, and by the way, quick advertisement here. If you'd like to join the world of professional wrestling and make a name for yourself. Go to the best wrestling school. There was the best wrestling school there ever will be. Oh, wait, best wrestling school. Best wrestling school there is. Best wrestling school there was. And the best wrestling school there ever will be. World famous Monster Factory. Invest in yourself today. Want to make those dreams come true? You invest in yourself, man. If you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, and I got three choice words. Boy, get about it. Toodles, bitches. I got to get ready for work tomorrow. I love you all. Thank you all for listening. Tune in on Wednesday. We'll talk about the final roundup of 2020 and how crazy this fucking shitty ass, filthy, disgusting, brutal, bottom feeding, trash bag whole of a year has been. Toodles, bitches. I got to go. Good night. Love you all. Thank you for listening. Dig it. <laughs>